Longhorn Chassis picks Brandon Shepard for their house car program, and today we'll talk about why that just makes a ton of sense. We'll also talk World 100 entries and paint schemes and more. Let's go. It's Wednesday, September 6th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Before we get into things, today's episode is being supported by Metro East Drone and Ian Maui. If you've watched races on Flow Racing and Duravision and have caught those moments of overhead footage or experienced the drone at chasing the cars around the track, odds are you were seeing Ian Maui at work. He's a Part 107 certified drone operator from the FAA, and he can handle all sorts of different video and photo needs. He's based in St. Louis, but can travel nationally for projects, including providing video for live streaming events. He can do aerial photos or fly-throughs for your business or real estate, and he can provide still shots from any past events he's covered. Any kind of FPV, uh, FPV coverage you can think of, he can do. If you want an idea of the types of work he's capable of, I'm going to link below to a fly-around video he did from the Gateway Dirt Nationals that is really incredible. If you don't need a drone service, go check that video out anyway. It's just really worth your time. Uh, Ian will be at the World 100 this week at Eldora flying for flow. So if any late model teams or drivers or anybody needs photos or video content, he's available for extra projects. Ian can be reached by email at metroeastdrone at gmail.com. You can also visit metroeastdrone.com and find Metro East Drone on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Appreciate Ian's support of Dirt Tracker. Uh, we'll start today off with the news from yesterday that Longhorn Chassis has their house car team locked up for 2024 and beyond. The Dirt Lay Model chassis builder signed Brandon Shepard and Shepard Riggs Racing to a, quote, multi-year deal that will begin in January of 2024. This news comes a few weeks after Longhorn announced they would no longer utilize Tim McCready and Paler Motorsports as their house car program. They will still support McCready and Paler, and that team will run Longhorns out full-time with Lucas next season. Shepard Riggs Racing will now be split uh, between their shop in Illinois and the Longhorn space in China Grove, North Carolina. There's an interesting note, too, in that release about the World 100. Shepard won't be driving a B5 machine out of the SRR stable, but instead he'll be in Kevin Rumley's R&D car with Rumley crew chiefing. They did get a chance to shake down that car last night at Elkin before heading to Eldora, probably today, I'm assuming. Uh, with this move away from uh, McCready, uh, when it was announced, there was obviously a lot of speculation about who could be the next house team, but Shepard makes a lot of sense here. Having had so much success behind the wheel of the Rocket House car, he's uniquely qualified to help lead the development efforts for Longhorn going forward. Besides his intimate knowledge of Rocket and its cars and its processes, he's also been a part of all of those past test sessions. Plus, he spent the last year acclimating to the Longhorn and tweaking things to get them where he wants them, so he can be a valuable asset when other teams want to flip. In a recent Road to Eldora piece from Flow Racing, Longhorn Steve Arpin talked about Mark Richards and knowing they are in a constant battle with Rocket. He said, quote, I want to obsolete ourselves rather than being obsoleted by someone else. And this move to Shepard as the house car driver feels like a big step for them in that direction. Uh, a quick question for my Dirt Lay Model audience, too, is my knowledge probably doesn't go back far enough. But have we ever seen this before? One driver ending up as the house car, the main house car driver for two different chassis builders, uh, and rivaling chassis builders in their career. Let me know uh, what you think about that in the comments below. Uh, the World 100 doesn't start until tomorrow, but Eldora has been keeping the pre-entry list updated, and right now it shows 88 cars. It was pointed out to me yesterday that Tim McCready is not listed amongst the World 100 entries at eldorospeedway.com, 
But everything on the Paler Motorsports social media accounts points to them being there. It's also on uh, the schedule on McCready's website. So at this moment, I don't have any reason to believe he won't be there. I think one other interesting note, too, from that list, Brandon Overton's number on the list is four and not his usual, usual 76. Something to keep an eye on, maybe, too, with a special paint scheme. And I don't normally do the paint scheme thing on this show, but I feel like there have been so many good ones released for this year's, uh, this year's world, I wanted to share a bunch of them. Uh, so I, I grabbed six, uh, kind of some of my favorites here of the ones I've seen uh, kind of online here in the last couple of days. Uh, top left corner, uh, Jonathan Davenport, uh, really cool green, white, and black scheme. Next car down on the left is Mike Marler, uh, kind of a f- old school fighter jet or, or, or fighter plane uh, scheme there. Uh, the bottom left is uh, Spencer Hughes, and the uh, they're doing kind of an evil Knievel thing that I think is really cool. Uh, top right, Devin Moran, a little bit different look there for that machine. Uh, middle on the right is uh, Dalton Wilson. They're doing kind of that uh, Dunn Benson throwback scheme, uh, which will be pretty cool to see. And then maybe my favorite out of all of them, just kind of the overall look of both the car and, and kind of the matched up crew is Ricky Thornton Jr.'s 20 RT. I absolutely love how clean that looks. Plus, they got the crew shirts going on. They got the matching fire suits for RTJ. So I like that one a lot. Uh, let me know uh, which ones are your favorite so far down in the comments. Moving on to some other news and notes. As of yesterday afternoon, we know the full picture for the 2024 XR Super Series schedule. Six events are planned for the Super Late Model Tour with the season opening February 24th at what is now known as Ultimate Motorsports and RV Park. That's in Elkin, North Carolina. The former Friendship Motor Speedway will kick things off right after Speed Weeks conclude down south. Round number two will then be at Volunteer Speedway in Tennessee. That event was a huge one in 2023. Absolutely massive crowd. Uh, race number three at Ogilvy. This was the one that was announced yesterday. That's in Minnesota. That hasn't hosted a national late model since the Outlaws were there in 2019. It has been a part, though, of XR's Northern Storm Tour. Uh, July t- uh, 13th, we'll see a return to Kokomo Speedway in Indiana. That race has been uh, a good one here for a couple of uh, seasons now. Round five will be at 300 Raceway in Iowa on August 31st. That's the 47th annual Yankee Dirt Classic. That's now going to be an XR event. And the season will close October 26th with a race at the newly reconfigured and back-to-life Pennsboro Speedway. No word yet on purse money or any other details, so stay tuned to XREvents.com for more in the future. At the Super Nationals on Tuesday, Devin Jones took down the IMCA Sport Compact win, picked up $1,250. We also had more guys lock themselves into good starting positions for the Hobby Stock and Northern Sport Mod main events. The Wednesday schedule at Boone includes a bunch more qualifying action with the stock cars, modifieds, hobby stocks, Northern Sport Mods all on track again. You can find more details on what's happening over at IMCA.com and all of this is happening over at IMCA.tv. If you want some sprint car racing tonight, the Gold Cup weekend at Silver Dollar Speedway opens with a 360 Sprint Car Challenge Tour night. The Pacific Sprint Cup pays $6,900 to win. And after tonight, only three more races will be left to settle the Sprint Car Challenge Tour Championship. Justin Cox currently has control of that title, but Caleb Montgomery and Dylan Bloomfield are within striking distance. Should be a sizable field of cars on hand. And I heard we might see Willie Kane's car back in action after it debuted on Sunday at Grace Harbor. If you missed that story about Willie's car, check out yesterday's Daily Show where we did kind of a deep dive on everything around that car. Tonight's racing can be watched live on both Flow and CaliDirt.tv. Endure Racing Podcast Land this week, Wing Nation has Brent Marks, Gavin Bochelle, and Trey Starks. Passing Points is Andrew Deal. Quick Time has Zeb Wise. Dunewich on Dirt has Hunter Weaver. And there are new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, Dirt Track Confessions, and Dirt Track Weekly. To see all of these shows and episodes, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. 
Uh, that's it for today's daily. Make sure to stop by dirttracker.com today to see all the latest news. You can check out the analytics section and today's streaming schedule. I hope you guys have a good Wednesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.